In a world where entertainment is randomly scattered across Wikipedia, and no one can be sure of anything. Citation needed! Two men stand alone. They are Ben Graw, I'm Earth's last hope, and Garth Remington. Does it come with a pickle or is that extra? And word on the street is, they're gonna clean up Wikipedia. Yo, I heard word on the street is, they gonna clean up Wikipedia. And while they're fighting a tide of information, their fans are fighting tides of hot girls hitting on them. You listen to Wiki Review? That's hot. But sometimes you have to go off page to get the job done. I got the internet breathing down my neck because you're rogue hot shot rating system! This isn't a podcast. This is the Wiki Review. So everyone all at once just gets up, says goodbye, walks into their rooms, and that's the end of the human race. That's poetic. I mean, is this something you should be confessing to on a podcast? Yeah, this is not at all a complete waste of anyone's time. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode, it's Shark Week as we talk about the deadly predator of the ocean. Because on this episode, we are doing the Wikipedia page for Shark. Baby Shark. Do 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 do. Mama Shark. Do 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 do. Grandpa Shark. Do 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 do. Oh my god, part of me was hoping you would do the Jaws theme, but no, you went with the other Shark song. Jaws is played out, man. And you do it kind of weird. Do I? Yeah, because isn't it like baby shark do 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 baby shark do 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 I've heard it like twice. Three times now. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) This is Alan Rickman all over again. I, yeah, I sing it like I've read it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing a funny sketch where it was somebody who was just reading the lyrics for the first time of that. You say tomato and I say tomato. And so he was reading it going, you say tomato and I say tomato. You know, I don't see any problem with this relationship Mm. whatsoever. (laughs) I've seen that too. Yeah. I love British comedy like that, where it takes like one thing that should be a three second joke like we told it then and drags it out over a whole like three minute sketch. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one joke over and over for three minutes and people will love it. Uh, especially those uh, people in that can that we keep releasing. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be liking it. Get with the crowd, kids. Do you reckon we should put canned laughter into our stuff? I've been dying for you to ask. <laughs> that would be like the sweetest vacation for me. <laughs> Because then your jokes don't actually have to be funny. They can just be references, like in The Big Bang. (laughs) (laughs) See, I made a pop culture reference and therefore there was laughter. (laughs) (laughs) That is easier. My stuff doesn't actually have to be funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it does get tedious though. Yeah. Because we grew up with sitcoms where it was just all canned laughter and that was all that was on TV. That is kind of my goal. (laughs) I want to be Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey? From what show? Full House. Ah, yes, yes. I want to come and go like, whoa, and then everyone laughs. And then some little kid's like, you got it, dude. And then that's the show. And 
And they're like, well, here's an Oscar. Do you know the show Two Broke Girls? I am aware of it, yet I've never seen it. Although I have never seen it, I'm pretty sure I know everything I need to know about it from the title. <laughs> okay, well, in the show, it has the actress who played Stifler's mum in American Pie. Yes, we're all familiar. And she plays like a side character. And that show has canned laughter, but every time her character walks in for the first time on an episode, there's always like this thunderous applause. Like, of like, woo! And it's only her character. And I'm like, is that in her contract? Because that's canned laughter. Like, it's not real. <laughs> the greatest canned laughter and use of that sort of like beyond canned laughter. Married with children. Everyone who enters the stage gets an applause, but they all have like their different applause. And then there's always the woo. <laughs> like there's the whole gamut of cans. They have the whole range of emotions in the audience. There's just some dude sitting on a keyboard just pushing like the Peggy key. The Al key, the Woo key, the Marcy key. Imagine that too. You write a show that gets made on TV. And as the actor, you come out and before you say a line, like you're taught acting, like method, how to appear normal as though, even though you're just making it up. But when you walk into a room, the first thing you have to do is stand there for like five to 10 seconds while someone pushes a button before you can open your mouth. I guess that would be difficult. But at the same time, like I can stop what I'm doing. So for people to cheer and applaud me for like five to 10 seconds probably get to me really quickly. Like, I know it's just a dude pushing a button and it's probably added in later so you can't yeah. even hear it. But I would hear it in my head. I would just hear in my head, See, if it's added later, that means the length of the applause is based on how long they stand there before they open up their <laughs> I mouth. I would stand there for a full 45 seconds so they got to fill it with, like, applause. Woo! Ben, 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 Ben! ben. <laughs> <laughs> See, so anyone who gets longer applause, like if they pull it, like, yeah, all right, calm down, calm down. They did that. 100%. It's all them. That'd be funny if they put like a little note down while someone's like, thank you, thank you. And it's like all applause was done in post. <laughs> oh, I know what we're doing for our next sketch. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about sharks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're a thing. No applause for sharks. And you know what? They couldn't applaud themselves because their fins can't touch. I don't reckon their fins can touch. They're on the opposite sides of their bodies and they're wide-bodied. Well, here's a picture of a bunch of sharks, which is the picture on the shark Wikipedia page. And I don't know that great white, he might be able to clap a little. I mean, if seals can clap, though their hands are closer together. Yeah, but seals are mammals. Like they actually walk on those. I honestly couldn't tell you if a shark can bring those fins all the way down to the bottom. You only ever see them with them out because what else do they need to do? Wiki Review's official stance is sharks can't clap. I've said it, therefore it's fact now. It's canon. <laughs> it's canon. It's Wiki Review canon. You can't argue with it anymore. You give this show a lot of opinions. I'll say that. I listened to other episodes and it's like, Garth is really putting a lot of opinions on this. Is Grease 2 really the superior Grease? <laughs> That's what we think. Apparently. I would love to discuss this and take back what I said and change our mind, but it's been established. So the premise cannot be broken. And I'm pretty sure you started the concept of if that's our official stance on something. <laughs> I just took complete license with it. You came out and said it like once and I'm just like, oh, we can do that? <laughs> all right, well, all I'm ever going to do is just say stuff that we think. That'd be interesting to see after a couple of years of compiling all these opinions that the show has to hear them back and just go, wait, we believe all this stuff? Apparently. <laughs> 
I think I just took it as an opportunity to just have someone else be forced to agree with all my <laughs> stupid and name ideas that I've had. I sometimes try and distance myself and go, no, that's not my opinion. That's the show's Joe's opinion. opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the things I say. And it is a good out for me too, because I can put all these stupid ideas I have out there. And then when people go, you actually believe that? Oh no, it's the show that believes that. You know, like at the start of shows, how they have warning, opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily constitute the show's opinions they're the people on board we're the exact opposite <laughs> it's the show's opinions not ours <laughs> yeah i wouldn't take any of this stuff seriously if i were you yeah we're not <laughs> maybe sharks can clap what the fuck do we know exactly <laughs> and i'm actually a little disappointed in that because they don't look like they could clap but i'd want a shark to clap because at least then it could like express some kind of happiness or gratitude yeah because they always look disgruntled yeah no eyebrows no shoulders it's really hard <laughs> lots of teeth always out like they just kill things. They're just dangerous and mean. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at that great white there and it's basically like you gave a missile teeth. That's what they look like. Like, that would look very comfortable falling out of the sky, but I suppose most swimmy things do. I mean, I saw Sharknado. It happens. <laughs> uh, many times. What, like six, seven times that has happened. How many times has a tornado picked up a shark? I don't know. Those movies cost like $50 to make, so they'll, they'll keep churning them out. I'm not a meteorologist, but I'm pretty pretty sure tornadoes only happen on land. Um, Otherwise, it's a hurricane. I guess. So, did I just completely dissemble its premise? No, I, I think Sharknado is kind of above that. It knows its shit and it's implausible. <laughs> like, is that the part that's really bugging you? <laughs> Tornadoes can't appear above water. It would be called a hurricane then. It's like, sharks can't be launched onto land and eat people. <laughs> Uh, I just like the idea of them hearing our podcast and going, all right, shut it down. We had a great run, but we'd just be stupid if we kept making this. Shout out to the Sharknado crew. Um, if you guys need, like, any actors or something, I'm available. We will act as good as Tara Reid. <laughs> Tara, do you know who the fuck I am, Reid? Do you imagine being in a movie with her and the director talks to you and it's just like, look, do not act better than her at any point in this movie? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, you will be fired because she will throw a tantrum. She'll probably stab you with something. It will come without warning. She's motherfucking Tara Reid. Do you know who she is? Uh, <laughs> yes, we all know who she is. That's what she said. She goes, who, you know who the fuck I am? Yes, Tara, we all know who you are. Because you'd be like nailing your part and like doing it really well. And then in your back, you just feel these scissors stab into you out of nowhere. Yeah! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, she does that from time to time. <laughs> and everyone's like casual about it. And even you at this point are like, my bad. Yeah, yeah, I had that coming. I, I asked for it. Do you know who I am? I was an American Pie in a couple episodes of Scrubs. <laughs> so there. <laughs> Though they have got a lot of different shape sharks here, though. That one looks like a little swordfish that's in the top and the middle. And that one's kind of, like, invisible. Is that a shovel-nosed shark? I don't know. Like, that it one looks... It looks like a stingray. Yeah. The definition of what a shark is is a little hard. Oh! Um, no, that's not true. <laughs> I was about- it hasn't stopped you in the past. I was about to say killer whales are sharks, but no, they're dolphins. Yeah, are you thinking of the whale shark? No, I'm thinking of killer whales. Is a whale shark a shark or a whale? I don't know. A whale shark, I think, is a shark. It might be... Is it the nurse shark, the one you're thinking of? I'm pretty sure it's the gayest of the sharks that you're talking about, but can we look it up? It's just the one with the big mouth. 
I'm pretty sure it is a shark. If I had to have a guess, I'd say it's a shark, not a whale. Because I think, yeah, a lot of sharks or things that are called sharks are not exactly sharks. Is a whale shark a shark? Largest fish in the world. They are not whales. They are sharks. Boom. Now, is that the nurse shark or is that a different thing again? No, the whale shark is like this big one that has no teeth or very little teeth. And it just like sucks up fish. Like, pretty crappy sounding shark. It's basically like a huge vacuum cleaner that just goes around the ocean. Like you see this picture here, those fish are about to be eaten. They don't know it, but they're about to be. <laughs> basically like a giant mouth that swims around. That's, That's all cool. a whale shark is. Oh, uh, never chewing. That's no. the life. Imagine never having to chew. <laughs> like you can still taste things, but you wouldn't get like... <clears throat> Does it taste things though? I mean, everything would taste salty. That's true. Everything that they eat would taste salty. <laughs> but then all they know is salt. So they'd probably be used to it. It's like when people grow up eating chili it's nothing to them or like air like mm. if you grow up in the inner city you don't really notice the air until you go out to the country and you're like oh my god i've been breathing in crap <laughs> it's the same as if you take a shark out of the water mm. you put them in fresh water they're gonna notice because they'll die here's a question i was thinking this just the other week when something breathes in with gills does it breathe out bubbles or does it breathe out water? I don't think I've ever seen them breathe out bubbles. That's a good point. I don't think I've ever seen bubbles either. So it's like just... if you look at a goldfish, there's not bubbles coming from it. That's true. So really it's just water in, water out? I think so. I wondered about that for like a whole day and you just broke it down in like two seconds. Like I've never seen bubbles, Garth, have you? No. <laughs> I suppose that does answer the question, doesn't it? Now that I'm saying it out loud, once again, I don't really know why I thought there'd be bubbles. In my head, I'm like, well, gills come in and they somehow extract oxygen from water. So maybe they take the hydrogen and the oxygen away from each other and it releases like a flammable gas. That makes no sense, but you know. Yeah, I like you trying to justify your dumb question. Like this is how I got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there are just some things that like you think off in your head and you're like, this makes sense. But as soon as you have to say it to somebody out loud, it's just like, oh no, wait, scrap that. That makes no sense. It's like if you've ever had to explain a documentary, you're like, <laughs> oh, this thing totally explains everything. See, like, oh, wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> How did it go again? It made really good sense when they said it. They had this picture. Oh, yeah, when a documentary, you see, like, some scientist explain something. Neil deGrasse Tyson gets up and he nails it. And you're just like, oh, my God, I get black holes now. And then you go to tell somebody, like, look, I get black holes. And then you just draw blanks. You're like, I don't know. Watch this bit with Neil deGrasse yeah. Tyson. You'll get it. Yeah. See, stuff all comes together. And then, um, then something happens, which makes another thing happen. And, look, the point is you get a black hole. And that's how black holes work. It's flawless, man. Science. <laughs> flawless. I, I'm just quoting scientists because I'm educated. <laughs> I don't just follow like something stupid. Neil deGrasse Tyson said it. I think we can trust him. <laughs> Alright, so we've looked at the, the whale shark. Yeah, and I'm going to stand by it. The gayest of the sharks. But it looks what? like the nice... If you're going to run into a shark, if you had to swim with a shark, the whale shark's a pretty good one to swim with. Yeah, well they had pictures on Google of people swimming with it and holding its fin. It looks like a dumb creature. Like it looks like it doesn't even seem like it'd be aware of you. Yeah, like Kind of a kind of a stupider cow of the sea, but not a sea cow because that's a manatee. Like whales, I think would be smarter than a whale shark, and you would want to be much more careful of them because they're freaking huge. Mm. Though I feel that a whale shark might eat you, but not on purpose. Like if you got in its way, it'd be like Homer and the pie, where it's just like if you get in my way, pie, that's your own fault. <laughs> hum, hum, hum. Bang! Ow. Yeah, and that's ah, essentially what the whale 
whale shark will do. If you get in its way, if you get eaten by a whale shark, that's your bad. It is your it bad. It was completely your fault. <laughs> a whale could eat you and you could get stuck in it and there could be problems because that's something you could get sucked into. It's huge. But if a whale shark eats you, there's no teeth and it's not that much bigger than you. You just like grab the mouth and pull yourself back out. <laughs> Has anyone ever died from a whale shark? <clears throat> Here's what we're going to find Google out. Question. Okay, so a whale shark won't swallow you. So no, no one's ever been killed. No one's ever been eat. That's good. And yeah, that's what I'm going to count because if they said, oh, someone did die from a whale shark, it's probably because it fell off the back of a truck onto like someone's car. Like I died from a whale shark, came off the back of a truck under my Hyundai XL. Yeah, see, I wouldn't count that. <laughs> well, it is technically. It fell out of the back of a plane. <laughs> it says that a sperm whale sometimes swallows squid hole. Mm, so it could so, definitely manage a human. Who's the guy who got caught in a whale? I don't know if it's a religious a, story. Or I think it is, unless you're talking about Pinocchio. Did Pinocchio get caught in a He did get caught in a whale, him and Geppetto. Which is like the weirdest like happenstance of like Pinocchio gets eaten by a whale and like Geppetto's in there and it's just like, what are the odds? What are the odds of that? Hey, that's... Like, could you imagine you're eaten by a whale, you're like alive in there, you're looking around and then I'm in the corner going, hey Garth. Oh. Oh, you're here too. Yeah, really? been here a while. I just... I'm glad you're here. I was getting Board. Wouldn't you, if you were stuck in there by yourself, and then the first person, like, you think you'd never see another person again, and the first and only person you ever see you happen to know, you'd think something's up. Like, you would think that I've got a practical joke running on you. I know, right? I'm not really in a whale's stomach. Garth, I'm on to you. And it'd just be the rest of eternity, the two of us stuck in a whale's stomach, with you thinking that I'm playing a prank that's really not funny anymore, and you need to, like, end it. Like, come on, dude, the bit's getting old. I keep telling you it's not a bit. Yeah, I know you're going to say that and I'm telling you I've got a pet to feed. i got to get home. My feet are wet. Also, Baron Munchausen was in a whale's stomach. Was he? Yes. Uh, the other guy, the Bible one, was Jonah and the whale. There you go. Wait, so Munchausen, so he was in a whale going, I feel sick. Because isn't Munchausen syndrome like where you think that some... No, no, that's hypochondria I'm thinking of. No, Munchausen syndrome is where you make other people sick. Like where you make your kids sick to get attention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's just named after someone called Munchausen, not Baron Munchausen. Oh, really? So they're two different Munchausens. I the imagine... guy who made the syndrome and the guy who got caught in a whale. Baron Munchausen's done everything. He's like just this French <laughs> fictional figure. Oh, okay. He's just a story and he's done a lot of things. Everything he's done and he's died several times. Okay. That kind of thing. He's not Robin Hood but like Robin Hood in that it's in French revolutionary kind of times. Okay. Yeah. Very silly, cool stories. You should check, um, the movie about him has Robin Williams in it as the moon or the man on the moon or something. Oh, really? Yeah, check it That's out. It awesome. also has some Monty Python guys in it and stuff. They're always fun to see and stuff. What's yeah, the movie? Uh, Baron Munchausen. Baron Munchausen, yeah. Well, I'll remember that now because of the Munchausen syndrome. What is it again? You make other people sick? You think other people are sick or you tell other people they're sick? I think you make people sick so you... It's when, like, mothers make their kids sick. Oh, that's right. To get attention. I mean, I guess fathers can do it too. Equal rights 2020 and all that. Yeah, yeah. Men can be just as despicable to their children. It's Yeah, we can all be jerks to children. That's right. Everyone can be jerks <coughs> to children. That's why we have children. I'm pretty sure that's why everyone becomes a parent because they're like, I kind of want to low-level torture someone. Ha! <laughs> Like, not in, like, an illegal way, but I definitely want them to suffer at my hand. I don't know. It's hard to look with the idea of kids of just going, like, I think a human being would be better off if I were in charge of their life. Yeah, no. No, no. Neither of us should ever be in charge of a child for any period of time. I know. You should just look at our lives and just go, like, just don't do what I did. Exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> Look, everything I'm doing, do the opposite. Oh, if they said they were starting a podcast that's talking about Wikipedia, I'd be so disappointed. Like, oh. don't follow in my footsteps. That's the wrong move. There's no money in reviewing Wikipedia. A week later, their fucking podcast takes off. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going on tour now. Oh, then I'd resent them. That'd be annoying. If I had a kid who wanted to get into, like, entertainment, if they did a podcast that competed against ours and then oh. fucked ours off, it's just like, I'd be confused because it's my kid, so I should feel proud, right? Oh, God, and if you had a kid, then I'd have to have a kid, like, so that they could do the podcast together. <laughs> so it's, like, wiki review second generation. Like, when they did Degrassi Junior High. Did they do a thing where, like, all the previous students' kids then went to school? No, they didn't do it. Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, you know Save by the Bell had different generations. That'd be a weird way to do it, actually. If like, Imagine you made a bunch of movies where you have the f- characters in the first movie, and then it progresses, like, 30 years, and then the next one is, like, their kids at the same age. Awesome. And then the next one is like their, their kids, kids is at the same age. So then your original characters are now the grandparents. That's a really good idea. I think it's also in like um, all Greek <clears throat> tragedies and yeah, like all Greek stories, how young heroes end up being old tyrants. Like a guy comes in and goes, I'm going to save everyone. And he goes and fights and takes down the, the evil overlord, becomes the king. And he grows up and becomes like a mean old dude who someone else has to take down. So <laughs> let's do that. But like podcasts. But so what you play the young hero and then eventually become like the mean old tyrant. I could see you in that part actually I was gonna say you play it so well the hero is a stretch like can we hurry up and get along I'd be that guy that in Game of Thrones or those sort of shows where you see a guy come up as like the hero and you're like I bet he's gonna turn into a jerk real quick (laughs) like he's gonna do something then he's gonna turn it around like you know he's gonna be bad I feel like that's how I'd come off as a hero alright alright what's the what's the catch (laughs) (laughs) still on this picture though is which we're on the Wikipedia page for sharks and we're looking at the first photo which is like uh, eight pictures of different sharks. And down in the middle one. Yes. Middle bottom one, since we're being super specific for our listeners here. Yes. Um, Carol Brady. I don't think this one works as a Brady bunch because Alice it is gone. You've you got to take away Alice. As long as you don't think about Alice, everything else makes sense. Three top, three bottom, two middle. Fair enough. Look at the picture. Everyone will agree with us. But anyways, that's Carol. Was she at the top or the bottom? I assume the bottom because it was like the 60s. <laughs> we're referring everything to an old TV show. Sure. We gotta update our references. We do. All right, you all see a, a Rubik's cube, right? Uh, <laughs> you guys are going Tetris. You guys are going backwards, not forwards. All right, so yeah, what about this um, shark? Sorry. Yeah, is that a barracuda? Ooh, barracuda. Yeah, one of those things. I thought a barracuda was a fish. Well, apparently it's on the shark thing. I mean, let's find out. Well, how do you find out? I don't know what image from. It'll tell us. Can you? We look at the name of the image. It'll be the second last one. Spiny. Fish dog, Superstorius, open cage, whale shark, great white shark. Quantina. I think it's a scalloped hammerhead. Or is there a hammerhead next to it? There's a hammerhead next to it. So what's after the hammerhead? A hornhail. Horn high. Horn hay? A horn hay? Let's look up horn hay. It's going to be that one or that one. Or it's uh, some other Latin thing. Well, that's that one. Okay, that was the other one. So before that's that was... That's that one there. I skipped over the word that was Latin. <laughs> so it's the Latin one. It Colum- says Barry Peters. It can't be called Barry Peters. That's a stupid name for Oh, me. maybe because they're all separate files. You can click on it separately. Go to that Shalom Doyle. The one after that. That. That we did it. Angonius head. A char. Man, why do I have to be the pronunciation guy? Um, (laughs) This is why. Because I don't want to look like an idiot. The Charlamadoslacus Aeneas head. See, I'm the guy who just lets you pronounce it for like five minutes and then tells everyone, don't worry, I put it in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Copy paste. Did you 
know that two, three weeks ago now, the guy who invented cut, copy, paste died? Oh, really? Yeah, at the age of 74. Well, I mean, it's been around forever. Yeah, but like, there's, I didn't know there was a dude specifically who did that. It's amazing that somebody came up with that idea at one stage and when someone else was like, I've never thought of that, but that would be handy. That's very useful. It does blow my mind, though, to think that certain things have to be invented. Like, I remember that occurred to me when I was watching that Founder movie, which is where Michael Keating plays the guy who stole McDonald's or built McDonald's, depending on who you ask. The guy who made it big. Yeah, Ray Kroc. I was thinking about that where it introduced the idea because the thing starts where there's like a huge line for McDonald's and they're like, I don't want to wait this because usually you wait 30 minutes for your meal. It's like, no, don't worry. The line moves quick. And he orders his burger and it's like, he gets handed it straight away. He's like, no, I just ordered now. And it's like, yeah, this is, you get it quick in 30 seconds. Yeah, we figured this out. Yeah. And this is like, someone had to think of that idea of like, what if we just gave someone food in 30 seconds? What if food was fast and they went through the whole process of how they got there how they had to invent things how they did up a chalk line on like a basketball court and then like stationed everyone and then they actually spent the time getting the employees to practice who has the money for that okay before i open this business i'm gonna get all the employees and we're gonna go to a basketball court we're gonna spend the day obviously i'm gonna have to pay them right and i'm gonna get all these new fangled instruments invented and they talked about how they moved the restaurant like the whole building but there was a problem because there was a bridge so they cut off the roof. You had all the time that you were doing all these fangled things. You weren't making money. And they even got screwed out of their idea in the end. Like they didn't make any money from McDonald's because they thought of how to make a restaurant quick and he figured out how to make money off selling that idea to other saps. Yeah, and then he actually even sued them so they had to change the name of their original restaurant. Genius. But that's what you can do. If you've got enough money, you can do anything. It's like uh, that movie, The Room that yeah. is famous for being terrible. Everyone goes, it just shows that if something's terrible enough, it can be a success. No, 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 no. It shows that if you have enough money, it doesn't matter what the product is. You can buy fame. You can. That's all that proves. He figured out how to buy it for like $6 million. Which I reckon you could get it for less than that. But you hey, probably could. With a better product. How much money would you have to be given that you could confidently say you reckon you could get famous? Oh, you put me on the spot here because I was but- just through going, oh, you can get it cheaper than $6 mil, But Honestly, oh, that's that's pretty good for six mil. Because <laughs> the thing is, is like you don't want to spend much money on the product. You want to spend a lot of money on the advertising. Because most of what he blew his budget on was like he hired a billboard in Los Angeles in a high traffic area that advertised his movie. And it ran for years. Years, really? It became like this. It's stuck there. Location. Like people would actually use it for directions, you know, near the room billboard. Oh, wow. And that's where like the movie built up this mysticism. The billboard was up for way too long (laughs) and it just kept paying for it. Oh, that's genius. I don't know how much advertising costs, to be honest. If we had an advertising budget, I'd know. If we made a movie and we had enough money to distribute it and then to put a huge billboard up on the story bridge. Oh, yeah. You could become famous quite easily. And how much would all that cost? To put something up on the story bridge, do you reckon they'd let you do that? Or is that against the rules? I think we have to somehow convince them that it's something to do with breast cancer. And then they're like, it just says wiki review podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, we take donations and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, donate to cancer. I mean, don't give the money to us. Just find some charity somewhere. You're like a legitimate charity. Like yeah. someone who will actually do some good, do some research. We didn't. Yeah. Cause if you send it to us, we'll say we're going to do it and then we'll just forget. And then I wouldn't spend the money, but it would sit on a table for a very long <laughs> yeah, time I know, right? to the point I'd be too embarrassed to go and give it to a charity. I'd probably try and hide it. And then if someone asked, I'd just give it back to them. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry, dude. That's exactly how that would go down. So that's why you need to send your money to a legitimate charity. If you want to give us money and say like, hey, you guys can have money, like just message me. I'll give you some bank details. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. If it's just for personal use, if you're happy with that. Or if you have something you would like us to buy for this, like if you're like, you know what that show's missing? And we'll go buy it. Yeah. (laughs) If you want to buy us a recording studio. Yeah, that sounds good. Do that. Yeah, buy Humidor Studios. Could we have our own separate studios so I don't have to be in the same room as you ever again? (laughs) That would be awesome. Ah, the dream. This is something that we do sit around and like dream about. Like the day we never have to see each other again because we're that famous. See, I figure it would be a lot like, you know, when you were saying how you go to the country and you're like, wow, the air's really fresh. As soon as I'm not around you anymore, I'll be like, wow, the air's really fresh. fresh. (laughs) What doesn't smell like guff? I feel like I could be myself again, you know? (laughs) Uh, So what, how far are we through this? we've just gotten through the picture. Uh, we're doing about usual. I mean, I do like when we do a Wikipedia page like Shark where it's like, we don't have to explain it. Yeah. You With guys... other episodes, we've had to explain it. Yeah. You guys know what a shark is. Yeah. Like eponymous lords. People are like, okay, what the hell is this? We had to explain it and then give some examples. Yeah. No it's one It's kind of like Murphy's Law and stuff. If you haven't heard the episode, listen to the episode though. It's good. Yeah. That's how you'll know. I have a question about sharks. Why does the hammerhead shark have a hammerhead? What does it do? Is it like a fin? I don't know. It'd have to be. Because they've already got fins like other sharks have fins like what does it add to the hammerhead shark because i'm pretty sure they can't use their head as a hammer in any way apparently if you punch them on the nose like it really hurts them and they can't hammer with the side of the head because that's their eyes but does it just give them like better like binocular eyes can they see better maybe that's it because are their eyes sideways or are they facing front because if you're a predator your eyes face frontwards do sharks eyes face frontwards you can see the great white but they're kind of out the side of their head because your eyes are like on the front of your face whereas they're kind of on the side but like they are pointing forward like a cheetah or a person or like sheep is an example of something where or a parrot they're on the sides I don't think a shark can see its own nose well you can't see your own nose I can look at it oh you can't see this pit there oh you're yeah. saying like the whole freaking nose any of their own nose really mostly because I don't think they'd be able to like look in that much like I can cross my eyes I don't think a shark can be a cross-eyed oh it'd be for its smell I got the answer from your explanation because they don't need to see because they can smell stuff real good yeah that's true they can smell like blood in the water from like ages away which isn't that trippy that they smell in water because like if you've ever like had salt water go up your nose it's like terrible everything would just like smell like pain it would hammerhead sharks do look cool though I'll yeah give them that. it's like they're always wearing sunglasses <laughs> they're like that guy from star trek <clears throat> with the gold thing yeah with a little visor wasn't he blind and that helped him see i don't know i've I never really watched the premise it. of it yeah Star Trek is the one show that if I could travel into any show, it has to be that one. I mean, there are better shows. And actually, now I think about it, my favorite shows I wouldn't want to be transported into. That's why they're my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Who would want to be transported into Breaking Bad? That'd be horrible. Oh, Star Trek is the show where it's like, all right, well, Earth all worked out. So let's go see what else is out there. It's such a hopeful show. It's so full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) That would never happen. I just want the holodeck. I've always said this. I just want the holodeck. Can a guy get a holodeck? I don't ask for much. Because the holodeck, you can program anything into it and create a world that looks and feels real. And that's the best part. You could, they make meals for themselves so they can taste what things taste like. Now, how far are you willing to take this? Like, if you were given VR goggles and, like, a VR glove for your tongue so you could therefore see and taste everything, would that be all right? Or do you need an actual room because it gets sweaty under the goggles? I would prefer an actual room because there's more than see and taste. Because I'd have to wear, like, a full suit so I could, like, feel everything. Yeah, like that, where it's... 
just like gloves and a full body suit and glasses so you can see and like obviously earpods so you can hear and like a thing so you can taste and there'd be like a special thing so that you can run on the spot and stuff. I mean, I would do that. Like, of course I'd do I it. I would do it, but like, yeah. For the room, it'd probably be better. I mean, of course the room would be better. It's like the same thing, but just a more advanced version. Yeah. But I don't know, having a virtual reality world that I could program would be awesome. I think that would be the last thing that humans ever invent. Oh yeah. Because make... why invent anything after that? Why would you ever leave that room? Exactly. I like the idea though. That's a good crescendo to the human race. We <coughs> invent some room that you walk into and it has everything you ever wanted. So everyone all at once just gets up, says goodbye, walks into their rooms, and that's the end of the human race. That's poetic. Do you remember the awesome part? What we could say is like going, look, I'm just going to live in the holodeck now, but you know, we, we still want to stay friends and stuff. So let's just load our data into each other's rooms. So anytime we want to hang out, so you can just go like generate Ben and then there'll be a replica of me. You can hang out with me till I'm bored and then make me disappear. But see, is that going to be really you or is that just going to be like a projection of you, like it's a made a, up you? A very convincing projection of me. Oh yeah, that's what would be in it. Hang on, backtrack. You can see and do anything you want and you're still considering having me in the room? Jesus Christ, Ben, use your imagination. No, because here's what I would do. I would tweak the data. All the things that annoy, <laughs> annoy me about you would just be like completely tweaked out and like, oh, we can get rid of this. That's nice. I Make you, him more humble. I thought you were going to say, because you're going to be in this cage. I'm going to have this iron <clears throat> hot, red hot poker. Mm. It's going to be great. I'm going to torture the crap out of you for eternity. I can just make you like heighten your annoying things. And then when you come in, I can just shoot you or something like that. And I can do it over <laughs> and over again. Over and over. Um, have you ever read <clears throat> Red Dwarf? Or you might no. have, you would have seen the mo- uh, the show, right? I haven't actually. You think you know a guy. You know, like things that you just assume that people would watch. Like I assumed you watched mafia movies. This is I like have that. not watched a lot of things you would assume I would have watched. Because like you sort of know a bit about Star Trek. You know about Star Wars. You assume that, all right, well, you know, space stuff, right? But I haven't seen Jaws, which would have been handy for this episode, actually. I should have How seen you- Jaws before we did this. How did you not mention you haven't seen Jaws yet? When you picked Shark. <laughs> Are you hoping I tell you the plot? I mean, not that you need to know the plot. There's a shark. I know the, I know the plot. <laughs> There's a shark. The like end. I've seen clips from it. I've seen things that are like appreciating the movie and pulling it apart, but I've never actually seen the movie. Well, yeah, it's just the shark eats someone and then they're on a boat. The other one that I get like really embarrassed about, and it comes up when I'm around like film people who like directing and stuff like that. Yeah. Apocalypse Now. Oh, I've got that. I can lend it to you. Never seen it. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I've heard it's a really awesome movie. I should probably see it. Like not from the directy movie point of view. Oh my God, here it comes. Ready for the emails? I don't think Stanley Kubrick's that impressive as a director. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh God, oh, unhand me. Let go of me. I apologize. I take it back. Oh. Because what what else has he done? Because he did the 2001 Space Odyssey. I've not been able to stay awake through that movie. That movie is just all round terrible. It's not terrible. It's boring. It's insanely boring. boring. Yeah, I can't get through it. I don't know what happens. There's some monkeys and you're like, oh, that's impressive. This is going to be great. There's like monkeys. And then the rest of the movie's not monkeys. Because how do you get to the final scene of that movie and not feel ripped off? I know. Like when you see the baby floating in space above Earth, isn't there just part of you that's just like, what, what? This is what I was waiting for? Because you get partway through the movie going like, I'm going to make it this time. I'm going to make it to the end. I need to see how this concludes. And it doesn't. It just turns into gibberish. It's nothing. It doesn't have a point. So yeah, that one sucks. What else? The Shining, was that him? Uh, I mean, Shining was good. No, it wasn't. Watch it again. To again, be fair, it's slow. To be fair.
fair, all movies from like the 70s were that slow. They did take a long time and everything just got drawn out because that's how movies were. It's unfair to compare them, but The Shining was like, it had some cool things in it, but it had a lot of like, why did they do that? There was no real conclusion. Kind of stupid. But Apocalypse Now is good just because it's a Vietnam movie. It has yeah. good Vietnam stuff in it. Because what else have I seen? I've seen Platoon. That was good. The Drill Sergeant in Apocalypse Now. That's what the whole movie is about as far as I'm concerned. Apocalypse Now can be broken up into two parts. The boot camp training and the actual war. After the training, it's, well, you know, it's like a hardcore, this is what Vietnam's like, really, you know, insightful. But the training is just, they got an actual, do you know who the actor is? I can't remember his name. I know who the actor is. But yeah. I just want to say to, like, everyone who's, like, listening to you and, like, losing their shit at the moment and, like, yelling at the podcast, they're going, Garth, you're such an idiot. That's not Apocalypse Now. That's Full Metal Jacket. Oh! <laughs> He didn't do Apocalypse Now. Stanley Kubrick did Full Metal Jacket. He didn't do Apocalypse Well, now. you're the one who brought up Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. I said I haven't seen the movie. How do I know it was Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, well, I'm, you, I thought we were talking about Stanley Kubrick movies. No, because this started with, well, I haven't seen Apocalypse Now. Oh, I just made this my thing, didn't I? <laughs> and you're the one who's just like, Stanley Kubrick sucks. To people going like, what? what's Stanley Kubrick got to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Apocalypse Now, I've also seen. That's the one with like Martin Sheen and yes. Marlon Brando. Yes. Yes, yes, not the drill sergeant and stuff like that. Because it was partway through, like, hearing you say that where I'm like, <laughs> that idiot, that's Full Metal Jacket. Have you seen that? I have seen Full Metal Jacket. It's one of my most favorite movies. The drill sergeant at the start absolutely makes the movie. I even think the second part of the movie, kind of unnecessary. Just keep showing the drill sergeant. God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I can get on a rant, can't I? I know, right? I guess I just deep down subconsciously wanted to say how much I hated Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I saw an opportunity. It wasn't an opportunity, but I saw that opportunity. Now, Apocalypse Now is someone else. Still boring and really long. Oh, yeah, Francis Coppola. Uh, Ford Coppola, yeah. I think I've heard that name before. Yeah, Coppola's like... I don't know, that... you okay with that guy as a director? Was he the Godfather guy? So what did Francis Ford Coppola do? He, he did, did the Godfathers, the... yeah. See, I, I knew that one. <laughs> I didn't stuff that one up. He did a Dracula movie. But everyone knows the best Dracula movie ever is Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yes, with without Les a doubt. With Leslie Nielsen and Mel Brooks. But everything with Leslie Nielsen in it is just awesome. That man did not get enough credit. He invented, as far as I'm concerned, he invented the entire spoof genre. Yeah, mm. Leslie Nielsen's awesome. When he first did Aeroplane. Yes. Or Flying High or whatever it's called. Oh my God, did you know that the, uh, Francis Ford Coppola did Jack, the Robin Williams movie. Oh, wow. That's that so different to what I would think of with Apocalypse Now. Doesn't that throw you? Yeah, well, it's 20, 30 years later. And also Michael Jackson's Captain EO. Oh, wow. Which I never saw, but I'm aware of. Apparently it's not that great, but good dancing in it. Like, really phenomenally good dancing. Serious dancing. Just a terrible movie and acted poorly. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do American Graffiti. This can't be right. That was uh, Ron Howard. Um, Maybe he had something to do with it. Maybe that's how Ron Howard got the movie. Yeah, well, I said Francis Ford Coppola movie. And this, this is what comes up. Right. He's just figured out how to take other people's. I mean, that's like Tim Burton with The Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, it's called Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It yep. wasn't him. It was some other dude. Really? And he just produced it. <laughs> he didn't write it. He didn't direct it. He just liked it. He paid for it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he essentially paid for it to get made. Which, which That's the rules. If you pay for something, it's yours. Yeah. I mean, if I made something and Tim Burton's like, I'll give you a fuck ton of money, but you got to call it like Tim Burton's thing. I'm yeah. Like, Whatever. All right. Ka-ching. Tim Burton's thing. Can I at least have a direct? 
director's cut? No. Maybe after a decade we can release it on DVD if that's still a thing. And if anyone asks, you have to say I did most of the work. Okay. And tell me what it's about. <laughs> Leave a synopsis on my desk. <laughs> Don't look me in the eye. I hate that. He did The Secret Garden. How do you go from like war movies to The Secret Garden? I think after a certain level of war movie, you kind of get over it. Like maybe he had his fill. He did Jeepers Creepers 2. He did number one too. And he thought like, yeah, I'll come back for the sequel. Did he watch it? Because <laughs> I did and it wasn't good. That's not the kind of director I am, all right? I make them and I move on. Which I have heard that about certain actors who they make a movie and they've never seen it. Gary Oldman apparently doesn't watch his stuff. He was in the Christian Bale Batman movies. He was Commissioner Gordon. He was also the bad guy in Fifth Element, which that means he hasn't seen Fifth Element. Wow. Which that's an awesome movie. That's a great movie. At that's least like Die Hard it. in the future. Yeah, you should see that movie for at least the scenes you're not in. <laughs> They're the good ones. <laughs> I liked his performance as the bad guy in that. He was I, awesome. It, it, it was like good. over the top and crazy. <laughs> but that movie was over the top and crazy. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, imagine that. I made millions of dollars doing this movie. Never seen it. Never got time for it. You know, don't really do that. Like, I mean, it's harder to do as the director, though. Because imagine it's red carpet night. Everyone else is rocking up to see it. Oh, yes, we're here for our movie. And he's like at home in his Ugg boots. I'm going to watch The X-Files. See, I would be the complete opposite. I like watching me. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I would just keep watching the movie on repeat. <laughs> if I'm famous, there will be a room. And in that room will be a giant TV screen or, like, cinema projector. And it'll just be everything I've ever done on repeat. Just playing a loop over and over again. And only my scenes. So if I'm in a movie, it'll be broken up into just my scenes. <laughs> so you won't get to see the movie. You'll just get to see me. Because ultimately, and you know this about me, whenever we watch something that I'm in, I'm just watching me. I notice nothing else. It's like, ooh, I did that good. <laughs> See how I reacted to him talking? Him is me, Garth, and no, no one's looking at you when the other guy's talking. <laughs> I was. Do you ever get annoyed when we're going through the footage of something that we've shot and you're watching a take where you're doing really well, but then you see me deliver my line and you see, oh, that's not really good and he delivered it better in other times. Damn it, he's not going to pick this one. That's right, I do. I you're do. Like, God damn it, Ben, I did so well. Why couldn't you have fucking nailed it? That was the one. Because I know you're not looking at mine. <laughs> do you ever get scared when like you're not doing so well and you see me nailing it where you're like, oh my God, he's going to want to use this one. Yeah, that's why I'll throw a take. <laughs> You're like, look, if you're outshining me, I will fuck my line up. Not to that extreme that I'll admit. But if like, I'm not happy with it and you're like on board nailing it. No, 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 no. When it's not going down like this. <laughs> I have done that in things when I've had to perform where it's usually in the first couple of seconds where if I've got to make an entry and I feel like I fucked up my entry, then I do act like I fucked up my first line because I'm like, no, I just want to try this entry again. And I'm afraid if I do now my line, you might use this take. That's the thing. If you don't want them to use a take make it unusable exactly you gotta just get your dick out <laughs> that's why i do that every couple of takes i get my dick out and you're like well we can't use this i'm like oh bloopers real again <laughs> see i probably wouldn't wuggle, go wuggle, wuggle. i probably wouldn't go that far from it because after that if they got their dick out several times because they kept fucking up the opening line i'd just be like do we even need this character because <laughs> i want it but not enough to look at a dick all day <laughs> see it's just more pressure to get your lines 
hands right, really. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to unzip and flop it and waggle around. I got to rezip, tuck it away. Uh, but yeah, no, and you got to do it in the first couple. If straight away you're not happy, that's when you can do it. This isn't something you get to do in the last line of the scene. Do we even look at that fish? What fish? The one we were we went away and discovered how to figure out. One I couldn't pronounce. Yeah, well, we saw it. It had a funny name. Okay. That's all we wanted to know. Oh, okay. It's we- in the show notes. Oh, yeah. All right, we've figured it out. Yeah, we're moving on. Did you know there are over 500 species of sharks? Wow, that's a lot of sharks. Which is weird that why is over 500 a clickable link? List of sharks. Oh, swish. Uh, so no this is going to have like 500. Pitches. No, it isn't. Order squiddle forms. There are squid sharks? The dwarf gulper shark. Huh, I get, that doesn't look like a squid. It's I thought it would have tentacles. Fish. A dogfish. See, if I hover over it, it comes up with a There's map. A, they're all maps. So we can see where it is. We just randomly click. No. There's no picture of it. How do they not have pictures of these sharks? I suppose because the cameras would get wet. And that one just looks like a fish. Cookie cutter shark. This oh, like- no, I've heard of those ones. They have like a weird circular mouth. Oh, they just- That's how they get their name, the cookie cutter shark. Mm, it's like a round mouth and like it leaves like a big bulbous like round hole. It's like a sucker. And apparently that's like one of them looks like dead I think because it looks like it's on land yeah that looks like someone caught it do you imagine that there were land sharks rottweilers yeah and I think there are land sharks they're called rottweilers or lions apex predators bears what about an eagle shark like all oh, sharks that can fly yes oh now you've just taken it too far that's a really <laughs> getting swooped by a shark would be awful yeah humans would not be where we are if there were flying sharks feel like you've invented a much scarier griffin. Like, it's a hawk and a something, like a bear. Mine works because of the simplicity. When you start putting together a whole bunch of animals, people are like, yeah, I guess that's scary, but just like, wings, shark. Boom. Terrifying. But no, you add those talons. Oh, yeah, because then it can like pick you up and like throw you to its mouth. And imagine it has a beak. I would hate anything that can fly up in the air with me. Like, that's where I feel sorry for anything that gets taken by an eagle. Like, oh, imagine yeah. being like brought up like 30 feet in the air or something like that. Like, you're that fish getting picked up by the eagle is like well it's not even in the water I didn't even know it existed <laughs> and now I'm in the air and there's nothing you can do because some of the eagles like to slam you into the ground so getting slammed into the ground would be horrible because it'd be like falling but faster yeah like you've just discovered there's a thing called not water because fish would be a lot less aware of gravity because they would because it doesn't really affect them yeah like they kind of float they're buoyant so to them like there is a down but it's not really relevant to them because they hang out in water they float or maintain I guess so they just discovered that there's like not water and then they've just discovered there's this thing called gravity and then it puts them face first into a rock but I feel really sorry for those fish because eagles once one catches one the other eagles try to steal the fish from it so they all fight like imagine you're a fish and then an eagle grabs you and then you're still alive but you're being fought over so it's just (laughs) talon after talon going into you and they drop you because they're fighting so you fall and you're like oh my god the Oh no, I'm scooped up again. I think my point is it would suck to be a fish. I mean, that's my thoughts too. Because not only- Being a fish is terrible. Yeah, not only do they have the eagles, they have sharks too. I mean, if you were a fish, not only would you have to look out for eagle sharks, Mm. you'd have to look out for regular sharks too. That's top and bottom. There's nowhere to go. See, I don't even see fish as an animal. I see it as like a really smart plant. Vegetarians will sometimes still eat fish. I know people who go hunting. If you're going to shoot a mammal, like that's a certain level of person who does 
that. Like, a lot of people have a problem shooting like a deer. There's a lot of childhood trauma of like, oh my god, a deer. There's a lot fewer of that when it comes to fishing. Like kids go fishing and like there'll be a little child going, oh, it's alive. I don't want to hurt it. But that's the same kid that gets mad if you like pull a branch off a tree. You're hurting the tree. Though I remember seeing this little girl. I think she was like 11 or something. And she was doing the rounds on TV doing interviews. And she was like an 11 year old girl who was pro hunting. One of the interviewers was saying to her like, well, you have a pet. Would you like it if I shot that pet? And I remember thinking that's completely redundant because like I have a pet and I wouldn't be happy if you turned him into a hamburger mm. and I'm still going to eat hamburgers. Like so just, what do you want? Why are they trying to philosophize with a child? I know. It, it seemed like, are you really strawmanning this where you, like, you can only argue against a child? They're just <laughs> afraid the adults would shoot them. <laughs> exactly. Like, who puts a child forward as their spokesperson, <clears throat> Greta, as a, the shooting right wing people? That makes like, oh, we've got a kid. See, kid likes it. You're going to argue with the kid? And like, hell yeah, we'll argue with a kid. <laughs> I exclusively only argue with kids. Can too. Can too. No, you are. No, you are times infinity plus one. You are I'm rubber, you're glue, no take backsies, triple erases, and I'm bar. That's all the schoolyard stuff. Yeah, and that's how you argue with children. And that's how I think all political decisions should be made from now on. I've been looking down these names for, like, sharks. Because they got saw sharks, angel sharks. Go back to the saw shark. I want to know about the saw shark. It's got a saw for a nose. Yeah, but how is that a shark? What do they do with the saw? Do they kill things with it? Or do they use it for, like, sawing plants? I don't know. What does it use its saw for? Does it just come up and cuts you? They use it to slash and disable their prey. Okay, so... So instead of biting things, they just kind of use it like a sword. Cut you. Just wiggle their nose around until things die, which... What defines something as a shark, then, if they can all just look like weird stuff? That's my question. Because a lot of things, they go, this is the this shark. But then they say, oh, it's not really a shark. But what is a shark? they got a bullhead one. Which the bullhead sharks are generally the more sharky sharks that we know. That's so where you have stuff like the great white. Yeah. Mackerel sharks. Now, that's the great white. Oh, there you go. Uh, lamniforms. Yeah, that's the science name. I'm kind of avoiding those. Thresher sharks. Carpet sharks. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, because they look like carpet, I guess, because they've got, like, patterns on them. Is that the whale shark? So a whale shark is a carpet shark. Wobbygong? There's a word there, wobbygong? Wobbygong. No, that's a type of shark. Well, that's I a remember hearing that. Isn't that, like, an Aboriginal word or something? And I think it's an Australian shark. It does sound like that, doesn't it? There is a certain flow to, like, those Australian Aboriginal-sounding words where you're just like, yeah, that sounds Aboriginal. I'd believe that. Yeah. It's either that or a wumble. Yeah. Great show. There is this sort of thing when even when you hear a word that you haven't heard before you can sort of tell what country it came from and what its origins might be because it sort of has a flow to it it does yeah you can be like well that's clearly something African also from the spelling like oh there's too many K's for that to be English or there's too many vowels for that to not be Eastern European there's some called ground sharks that Ooh. sounds like what we were talking about but it says it's the largest form with 270 species the largest like order sharks, of sharks cat sharks and sandbar sharks see I didn't know sandbar Sandbar shark would be a species. I thought it would just be a shark that's in a sandbar. Like a shark walks into a sandbar. The bartender says, we've got a drink named after you. Well, a sandbar is a thing in the ocean too. Yeah, so it's just a location. But maybe it's just like a bar fly. It's the kind of shark that likes to hang out there. It's renowned for hanging out at bars. I mean, a bar fly is not a fly though. Well, but it's a person that you go, that's a bar fly. That's a fly into a bar. Because they hang out at a bar, they get the name bar attached to them. Yeah. That's my point. Wow, 
bar. There are a lot of those ones. Do you reckon that flies that hang out in bars, other flies call bar flies? Maybe. Alcoholic flies. Do flies get drunk? It'd be pretty easy. They wouldn't take much. <clears throat> I remember hearing that bees get drunk and some bees actually have alcohol problems <gasps> where they just want to get hammered all the time. And they come back to the hive all drunk and there's sort of security there that stands there and goes, nah, mate, you're too drunk to come in. <gasps> Go away till you're sober off and come back. Bouncer bees! And it's like, everything about that is adorable. That is an adorable story. <laughs> I know, right? Come on, bro. Dude, dude, give me your wings. You're too drunk to fly. <laughs> oh my God, I can imagine a bee getting pulled over by a police bee and he's just like <laughs> checking his breath. Go, come on, man, act sober, act sober. <laughs> can I help you off, Afa? Uh, let me see your Zub. bee. <laughs> Sir, step out of the wings. I need you to fly in a straight line. All right, blow into this stinger. Blow into this flower. All right, your, your pollens are off the chart. You're coming in. No, bro, I'm good, Buzz. I've also heard of deers eating fermented berries to get drunk. I've heard of elephants that um, have lost their partner because elephants are one of those mate for life type ones. It's documented that elephants that their partner has died will hang around certain trees to get drunk because the fermented fruits. And basically, yeah, they get depressed because their partner dies and they become an alcoholic for the rest of their life. Not as adorable as the bees. <laughs> it's actually quite sad. It's really sad, but especially because it's an animal. Oh man, I would not want to be around a drunk elephant. Imagine an elephant going, what are you looking at? Not you. <laughs> not you. Whatever you want, bro, you've got it. I am on your side. Oh, I've been in fights I know I'm going to lose. This is definitely one of them. <laughs> I don't know if the drunk would impede it, but I don't think it helps me in any way. No. Yeah, you get in a fight with a drunk guy, you've got a certain edge on him. But an elephant, that's just going to make it even worse. <laughs> it's going to stumble. It's going to fall on you. I mean, there's no way you can hurt an elephant, right? Too thick. I've always gone on record to say I'd fight a giraffe, which is probably a horrible mistake, and I'd probably die very quickly. But I don't think there's much you can do to an elephant. You cannot break the knee of an elephant no matter how hard you kick it. You can't hurt its ribs no matter how much you kick it. The only thing you could do is mess with the trunk and that's probably stronger and it could lift you up. And that's right where the tusks are. I've always thought the two worst creatures to have to fight is an elephant or a hippo. Yeah, don't ever fight a hippo. That's the scarier one. <laughs> yeah, the hippo is like surprisingly the most dangerous animal on the planet and it's just like, don't fuck with it. It's one. That's mainly because of where it lives and it owns the river. Yeah. Humans don't do well on rivers. Well, that's also sharks are one of the most terrifying things because of that as well, because there's no way you're going to fight a shark in your element. You're yeah. in the ocean. If you get attacked by a shark, you have gone out to its home and pissed it off. You're out of your league, you're out of your element, and it has every right to eat you. I mean, I could take a shark on land. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think I have with a side order of chips. So how do you think you would go fighting an elephant in the water? So you're both in the ocean. So you're both out of your element now. Okay, it is in the ocean? It's in the ocean. So the elephant can't touch the bottom. It can't touch the bottom. Okay. So you both got to swim and fight each other. I feel like it would be more buoyant than me. <laughs> I'm not really good at swimming to begin with. So I don't think I could beat like a puppy dog in water. Like a cat would kill me in water. Yeah. You drop a cat and me in the ocean, it's going to be a cat alive on a garth corpse. I know I can't outrun an elephant, but no. I could possibly outswim an elephant though. Yeah, I don't know how quickly they swim. <laughs> they wouldn't move fast. I don't think they're designed 
run for water. They can also dive deeper than you. So if it was smart, it would grab you under the tusks and take you under and hold its trunk up above the air. Above oh, it the has water. a snorkel. That's going to be its advantage. So it just drowns you. Because I was thinking maybe your best hope is to try and get on its back and start jumping to try and sink it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if no, it no. has a snorkel, then that's not going to work. You got to like wring its trunk so it can't breathe like or put your fingers in like its trunk so you block its nose and then hold its mouth underneath and then hope that beyond a hope it doesn't do what it's going to do which is grab you by that trunk and dunk you and possibly impale you on its tusks while it then breathes yeah no I don't think you can beat a, an elephant in the water though if I survived they would write a book about me like that life of pie dude it'd oh, be the life of Ben I'd read that that's pretty interesting <laughs> yeah read about me with on an elephant's back in the ocean mm. for like a couple of days it's like Jonah but instead of a whale it's uh, an elephant and instead of Jonah it's Ben <laughs> and you'd have something you could eat the elephant yeah well you've got to eat something if you're trapped out there forever how does that work like if I have like a dead elephant in a boat with me and I'm stuck in sea can I just eat that or is that just gonna make me sick and make things worse I've always put it down to wait a long enough time and I think you'll eat anything although yeah we don't really eat raw meat well do we and you can't really start a fire on a boat I was more thinking you're on a dead elephant and there's no boat because once it dies will it sink because it's not holding oxygen in and if it does stay afloat will popping it open to eat it make it sink like deflating a balloon with a needle like you can't eat it because my elephant's taking on water or can you like open it up so that it's like a boat like so you just eat the top half and then you got the bottom frame and you can just sort of sit in there and they'll get you out of the sun too you treat it like one of those bread bowls where like the tops cut out of the middle and they put a dip in there ah the elephant cob yeah Yeah, you're basically on a giant cob loaf. And you just eat your way through. You start in the middle, yeah. Although that is guaranteed to attract, like, sharks. Oh, absolutely. And they're not going to stop. That's going to be horrible. (laughs) Nah, that'd be awful sitting on a dead elephant that you've already started eating and you can feel, like, sharks picking at the legs. You're like, this is my elephant. (laughs) No, I need that to live. (laughs) Though it wouldn't keep very well. Like, how long before the elephant would start to smell? You're in the middle of the ocean and the sun. And that's the the next problem. Although it's salted. That's got to help, right? Like, the salting's got a, what do you call that, jerk it? You'd be basically on elephant jerky. Yeah, for a certain amount of time. But you do make a good point because it is going to rot. Very quickly. And birds are going to peck at it. <laughs> so you may not be hungry to begin with, but by the time you are willing to eat it, it's going to be really rancid and partially gone. You could eat the birds. There yeah, when go. they come, you could just catch one, snap its neck and just chew on it. It's just, like KFC. I think that's way worse than eating the raw elephant. <laughs> Plus you're going to have the feathers and the little bird bones. Everything about a bird that has not been bred specifically for us to eat is not fun to eat. <laughs> I'd much rather eat the elephant. But you've got to get hungry quick or you're going to be sitting on this like bloated rotting carcass with all these birds <laughs> hawking at you going man I wish I ate this. Yeah because you'd have to do the math of like how much of the elephant do you need to keep so you can use it as a boat. And yeah you may as well just eat it all straight away. Get your fill so you can be as fat as possible just to outlast the trip. And I guess that's our instructions or on how to survive in the ocean if you happen to have a dead elephant. It's very niche advice (laughs) but that one person I like to think like oh my god I'm prepared I like to think that somebody has just gone through that situation got home and started listening to the podcast and been like you know what guys if only you talked about it on the last episode (laughs) you really could have brought up in any episode it has nothing to do with the topic I'm stuck on this elephant just talking about James Randi to myself (laughs) I mean I knew what to call a sneeze in Slavic I don't have a clue what to do with this. 
Now he tells me not to eat the birds. They were difficult. Little bones. You see, I think a lot of people give good advice of things you're most likely to come up against. Anything that you're most likely to deal with, someone has already given great advice on how to deal with that. If we just cover all the really random things that are very unlikely to happen, then I think that's going to cover the... Like, that's covering things that people haven't covered. And then when it comes up, we'll be like the authority on it. We're the authorities of obscure advice. Yeah, like, imagine someone does survive on an elephant, comes back to land, gets on a current affair, and they're like, well, it was just wiki review that got me through it. And suddenly we get this message from, like, Channel 9 going, we'd like to interview you. How did you guys know about dealing with elephants in the ocean? See, I would personally be shocked and just be like, any of that stuff we said worked? He's alive. Like we thought he would have died in minutes. Like that's a horrible plan. It works. We were just off the top of our head spitballing <laughs> stupid ideas. You did that. I want to meet the dumbass who followed our advice. Uh-huh. <sighs> no one who listens to Wiki Review is a dumbass. It's the smartest thing you'll ever do. That is true. Yeah, this is not at all a complete waste of anyone's time. There are a lot of sharks that are named after other animals. Like you've got the cat shark, the bull shark. You've got tiger sharks, whale sharks. Like, is there any other animals that are named after other animals so much? No. Sharks are all something sharks. Lantern shark. That's just a weird thing to call a shark. Yeah, this is something you have in your house. Now they're naming them after inanimate objects. Like the hammerhead shark is named after an inanimate object. Angel shark after a hypothetical uh, imaginary. Because you can have tiger sharks, but there are no shark tigers. That's right. That is very true. Are there any shark things? No, No, I don't think there are. Ah. Well, not that I can think of, because I'm trying to think of what else there is that is named after animals. Because I know there's tiger snakes, and snakes sort of have the same thing. Yes, there are different kinds of snakes. But I don't think there's any, like, snake sharks or shark snakes. No, I don't think... However way that went, yeah. Nothing's ever described as a shark, probably because there's so many different kinds of sharks, it's impossible to keep up. Which is funny, because there are so many different kinds, but when we say shark, we all think great white. Yes. You think great white, but that picture in your head is actually a tiger shark. Really? Tiger sharks are stripy, though, like tigers, aren't they? Yeah, but most of what people have seen that are sharks are usually tiger sharks. Huh. The sharks that we normally deal with are tiger sharks. The sharks that kill people are tiger sharks, not great whites. Oh, yeah, tiger anything is a dick. Like tiger snake, tiger shark, regular tigers... Tiger, tiger, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you don't want to face any of them. They're aggressive as all hell. The general rule is if they're not on a box of cereal with a neckerchief, they're dicks. Yeah. If they are, then they're great. They are. (laughs) Who would have thought of actually putting sugar on cornflakes? I was just thinking that, like, I really want Frosties now, and I don't have Frosties, but I do have (laughs) cornflakes and two kilos of sugar. The same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. (laughs) You can make them at home. Yeah. I can make myself some diet Frosties. I don't know how they put that much sugar in it, but... It's genius. Yeah. It's the only thing that's like 200% sugar. Fat cat shark. Ah. We must click. Clicking away. I thought it was going to have a monocle and a top hat. It also says that it's called a bulldog. A bulldog cat shark. It's like cat dog, the TV show. It is. That's just like a really... That's also three animals put into one. Four if you count the shark. Yeah. It's a bull, it's a dog, it's a cat, it's a shark. But it's also a bulldog. So five. And cat dog. Does cat dog count? I guess so. It's kind of like a finer word of names. It's like everything is, but it's also conjuncted. It's That's crazy. Well, they've got 
dog cat, so it's not cat dog. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you fair have to enough. Flip those round, but I don't know what, bulldog cat shark. I kind of like how that rings. <laughs> I think it's like a stubborn, unoriginal like guy who named it. Uh, it's a cat shark. We've already got a cat shark. Well, it kind of looks like a bulldog. It's like a bulldog cat shark. That's a kind of stupid name. Shut up. That's what it's called now. I think that just happens with sharks because even before when I was talking about the flying shark, I introduced it as an eagle shark because that just felt natural. If there was a flying shark, it would be called the eagle shark. Like, that sounds more correct than like a hawk shark or a pigeon shark. I'll put my money down. If a flying shark ever appears, they call it the eagle shark. Absolutely. Because the shark's like the eagle of the water. Like when you think shark, like if you were to compare it to sky things, you'd think eagle. Like condors are bigger, but they're more like whales. Have you ever seen one of those big eagles in person? Yes. Because I've always wanted to. Because how big are they? Like, cause aren't there some that are basically the size of you, if not bigger? Yeah, there are some gigantic ones. That's Condors are the big ones. But oh, they, yeah. I don't think they're eagles, though. Here's a fun fact. Bald eagles are one of the smallest eagles. They're practically like a pigeon. Well, that's the only one that they could fit on the money. <laughs> Whereas the wedge-tail eagle, which is the Australian one, that's the second biggest? We got some pretty big ones. Is that what Rescuers Down Under was about? The what? Rescuers Down Under. Is that the one that they rescue animals? No, that's the one where there's these two mice from England. The first one, they go rescue some little girl in Louisiana, but the second one was the Rescuers Down Under, where there was these two little mice and they fly out to Australia and they try and help some kid who's like trying to take care of a giant eagle. Oh, okay. Well, that- And he rides on the eagle's back. Ever since I saw that movie, that's why I wanted to see a big eagle. Did you ride the eagle? <laughs> no, I'm still debating whether I should say what happened. So I'll just say it. So you know how like killing an eagle is illegal? You didn't kill an eagle, did you? Like a giant eagle and you're just like, oh yeah, I stabbed it. Well, okay, so I didn't. Oh my God. We're getting into another sad story here. Okay, so on the farm... <laughs> Uh, how did you get off that place without becoming a serial killer, honestly? Well, I haven't been caught. That's how you do it. Okay, let me put it this way. Okay, there are huge fines. There's fines for killing magpies. Don't compare an eagle to a magpie. Hey, $100,000 fine for killing a magpie. Oh, uh, fuck magpies. Yeah, that's that's right. They swoop people, but you swoop back and you got to pay big. Okay, so the farm is free range, which means the chickens are out on the range. And so this eagle <laughs> is scooping up chickens. Do you see my moral dilemma? I, I do see your problem here now. He's taking your chickens. I am charged as a farmer with the safety of these animals. That is my sole job is to make sure these animals are safe. But as a free range farmer, they have to go outside because they have to be free to roam outside. But there is an eagle that I'm not allowed to touch killing them. Do you see the dilemma that I am facing here? Is the reason you've got to take them outside so you can feed the eagle? <laughs> Apparently. Otherwise it's coming after me. And if it's them on me, it's gonna be them. So it just kept circling around and taking eagles so we just shot the thing. I like to bluntly end stories like yeah, that I, too. I've shown the, the moral dilemma. I've told you the philosophy behind it. You do what you want to do about it, but that's what happened. I mean, is this something you should be confessing to on a podcast? Because you said $100,000 for a magpie. I bet they charge more for an eagle. Oh, here's the beauty part of it. My dad shot it and he's dead now, so bring it on. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is hard to get through court. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Are you just waiting for that so you can tell the story it's like okay fine it's passed I'm starting to see like the usefulness now like oh okay so I guess that's from a legal point of view that's completely fine from now on all my stories that I can't tell will be stories about my father let me tell you about the time my dad (laughs) I mean it would be something funny if they exhumed him to put him up on trial oh my gosh and (laughs) I was a minor at the time but yes it was and I was a minor at the time so I'm fine I think we've covered your bases legally alright but yeah and I think I've also not just like legal 
legally but also morally because people go how'd you kill an eagle well he was killing many chickens how many chickens lives is an eagle worth that's the difference between like living in like you know suburbs and cities compared to living on a farm mm. it's like I never had dilemmas that involved eagles and chickens <laughs> those two animals never came up in the same time ever in my entire <laughs> life <laughs> there was chicken on the dinner and there might have been an eagle on the TV see that's the thing even when people say the word chicken to me the first thing that pops into my head is like KFC KFC whereas you would think of the actual bird that's true that is true because to me chickens they're not animals it's just food if you were to say chicken nugget I can see a nugget if you say chicken thigh or drumstick when you say drumstick I do think of uh, chicken meat That's yeah I don't think of the instrument I think of the chicken but you say chicken I think of a chicken yeah a, a living bird with its feathers oh really no not even like uh, uncooked one <laughs> no I, I think of a bucket full of the stuff I think of a bucket but it's different bucket I reckon with KFC they should be more liberal with their buckets and make it smaller because it's novel getting a bucket KFC of something of something but to get the bucket from KFC now you've got to spend like $40 on chicken and then they put it in a bucket <laughs> other than that it's like bags and boxes and you're like I came for the bucket I think that's why they do it man up Ben I thought you were a bucket eating chicken kind of guy the buckets are only for the winners I remember when I was like young I think I was like 18 or something and I just got my license and I went through the KFC drive through and I'm like I want to get a bucket of chicken and I realized I had to spend $40 on chicken to get the bucket but I was dedicated so I spent the money and I didn't have anyone to eat it with this is just like $40 worth of like and chicken it's, and it's chicken pieces with bone and stuff yeah and it, I bought it in a value meal so there's, there's extra ones in there oh god how did you go oh I, I threw up eventually but I finished the bucket. That's so much more respectable if you didn't throw up. The fact that you threw up makes me more proud of you. You really wanted to do it. And the thing is, not like I finished and then I threw up. I got like three quarters of the way through, <laughs> threw up, and then finished. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> no, no, That's right. the proudest I could be of you right now. <laughs> like, my God. Oh. You are not a quitter. No matter how stupid the idea was and how past fun it was, there was a dollar value involved. Oh, uh, and yeah, I didn't eat KFC for like the next like two years because yeah I could eat tenders the nuggets anything without bone in it I can just go all day that's pretty all right although yeah it does get a bit refluxy but when you have the bones in it, yeah it makes it harder were you putting the bones back in the bucket no I keep the bones you, separate okay fair enough I hate when people put bones back in the bucket you don't put garbage and regular food together it's like when you've got like a plate for like uh, fruit and you're like peeling the fruits and like lychees are a great example of this for lychees you always need two plates the plate for the lychees and the plate for the stuff you discard from the lychees. Otherwise, it's this game of like, is that one? Oh, no, it's just a piece of the skin. Oh, wait, there's one I missed. No, it's just more skin. Ooh, they have frog sharks. Frog shark. What's a I'm, frog shark? I'm going to guess it's really not deadly. No picture of it. Why do we have to hit up Google again? We've had to hit up Google a lot this episode. Yeah, what's the deal? Okay. Why would you not have pictures of sharks? Back to images. These all look like cartoons. Yeah, frog the amazing sh frog shark. Is it a prank? Uh, I see a photo shark of a frog shark. Is that it? Pinocchio frog. Yoda bat. Top. Is that it? Is that a or is it just something trying to spike Google hits? Yeah. The Pinocchio frog Yoda bat. That, yeah, that sounds like I mean, someone's just trying to tag. I mean, that's worse than the bulldog cat shark. <laughs> I like that though. Sometimes we say things and I'm like, I know that's going to make the show notes. <laughs> the Pinocchio frog Yoda bat. Wildsingapore.com. Where they're trying to protect it, I guess. It's also called a walking shark. How many 
many names does this thing have? This is all over the place, because then to celebrate 20 years of field work, a conservative group has named their 20 biggest rap stars. Wait, is Pinocchio Frog Yoda Bat a rapper? Top cool creatures. Yeah, it's a rapper, Gerald Allen. Look for Jay-Z and Kanye West on the list. Instead, the list is the amazing critters found. Uh, what? Okay, now I'm going to Google Yoda Bat. Yeah, that's... Because I'm wondering if they're two different... Is a Yoda Bat a thing? There's a Yoda Bat! And I kind of get it. It actually does look very Yoda-y. Especially because most of these pictures on Google have got Yoda right beside it. So you can go, oh yeah. That is Yoda. Yoda it is. Mm. That's cool. I wonder if it's a wise bat. I'm going to go out and say Yoda was never wise. Everyone says he's wise. He never said anything wise. Sure he did. No, he didn't. He just said it in backwards English, like poor English. If he's so smart and he's been around so long, why can't he speak English properly? I mean, is it a second language to him? But still, he's been around for like hundreds of years. If someone's just come to this country and it's not their first language, I get that. And they can sound pretty cool with, like, their backwards speak. But he's been around and all he speaks is English. That's true. I've never heard him speak in his own language. Yeah, as far as we know, that is his language. And yet he's still got this backwards, like, as if a Russian was talking. Maybe you've got to do that to use the force. You think that's what unlocks it? Like, he can't... You can only learn English to use the force. Yeah, because he's trying to lift a rock. He's like, I can't lift this. And because no, lift it, I can't. Lift it, I can't. Oh, this is easy now. Yeah, now I get it. Get it, <laughs> get I, I can't. do. <laughs> so I brought up the Pinocchio frog, which again, I can see how it gets its name. It's got a long nose. It just looks like a frog with a long nose, which is weird because frogs don't have noses. Yeah. And I know you've always had the criticism of like, you don't trust a frog because it has it doesn't have a nose. This one does and it somehow makes them look less trustworthy. It's like a Grover nose. Remember Grover from the Muppets? It's that kind of nose. And it's, yeah, gross. It's like it might suck things up at the end of it. It's like a trunk. You're also getting Grover wrong. Grover had a ball nose. It's... Who am I thinking? Gonzo. Gonzo. That's who you're thinking Who's of. Who's Grover? Grover's Sesame Street. He had like a red ball nose. He was a news reporter on there sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were both blue though, right? They were both blue. They're very similar. It's very close. Man, I am not hitting the mark yeah. on this podcast tonight. I don't know. You, you keep getting titles just off. Within the frame. Like if this was AFL, I'd be hitting the, the side posts not the middle post. You should have said like, you know, if this was soccer or something, like a Garth, you're thinking of AFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't actually say what they're called because I couldn't remember the name of like, there's the goal in the middle and then what's the side ones called? Well, it's called a behind. Yeah, there you go. There See, you go. I, I was close. Just like the whole episode. Mm. <laughs> like if it was darts, I'd be one ball away from winning. <laughs> so yeah, frog with a long nose. Fair enough. All those things play out and they have nothing to do with each other yet they're all on the same Singaporean whatever list good for them gummy shark are you not interested I mean that's gotta be edible right yeah probably the taste is the lot oh that doesn't look fun no it does it looks gross like, it's not even scary a lot of these are just kind of gross oh okay it's just like a fish it just looks like a normal shark yeah but maybe a little longer it's like somebody got a great white shark and stretched it out a bit yeah like the pointer nose shark does it have teeth though yeah is that where teeth. it gets its name because maybe it only gums things yeah yeah, that's a good question. I assumed it had, but then, yeah, why do they call it a gummy shark? Mm. Also known as the Australian smooth hound. Sweet oh, is that 
flake. So that's the ones we eat. So we eat gummy sharks. I was right when I said we eat gummy sharks. You were right. We would bang on, dude. I know. I mean, I was completely right for the wrong reasons, but yeah, it, I thought it was something made by trolley. But they also call it the smooth dog shark. I'd rather eat a gummy shark than a smooth dog shark. I'd rather have a flake. Yeah, flake is good. Both the chocolate and the fish. Yeah. Or the shark. Is a shark a fish? Or is it just a shark a shark? A shark's a kind of fish, I think. Possibly. Yeah, it's in the... because like, Does it say it on the Wikipedia page? Because, like, uh, sharks are a group of characterized... Da, 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 fins, sharks, clouds, clouds. Well, this fish is a group of animals. Like, it's not a crustacean, it's not a mammal, it's a fish. True. It's not a bird, we established that. Does it say fish anything anywhere on here? Uh, do a control F. Yeah, I know about control F. Watch out, world. Look at that. Fifth word in. Huh. Sharks are a group of something or other fish. Yeah, isn't that sad that we've been reviewing the Wikipedia page the whole episode? We never made it five words in. <laughs> well, to be fair, sharks are a group of Elasmo branch. I think we both got to that word and went, you know what? We don't need to read this. Yeah, yeah. It's too tricky. Which is a good yardstick for all knowledge we have. When we get to a word we don't know, we just kind of quit and then make up the rest. <laughs> so if you're going to take our word on anything, keep that in mind. We only have opinions if it's all words I already know. Yeah, we can give you an opinion on fish. Yeah, you want to know about fish? Great with uh, some lemon, bit of salt. Oh, battered. Are you a crumbed or battered man? I like battered. Yes, yeah, straight up battered. Yeah. What about grilled? That's another option you can go. Uh, I I've just... never been a fan of that. Yeah, it just feels like I'm like you're trying to be healthy and it's like, no, shut up. Get out of my way. Yeah, fish is already healthy enough. It needs a little bit of unhealthiness in it. See, I grew up with crumbed because that's what the parents would buy. You go to the fish and chip shop, it was always crumbed. I didn't know about battered. And then when I got onto battered, I was like, holy, oh my God, this is like everything. You don't even need the fish. You can just eat the batter. Uh, I learned the dangers of deep frying batter. I actually had a deep fryer a while ago. I still have it. I just don't have it out anymore because I couldn't be trusted with it. (laughs) The heart palpitations. Because I learned that with batter, you can deep fry anything. Anything. Like when I figured out you could get chocolate bars and deep fry them, like I was making deep fried Mars bars and Milky Way. You were doing it in your own home. And they were amazing. Oh, they would be. Because it's just salt, grease, and sugar together at last. The you, way it should be. You can batter ice cream. Did you know that? Yeah, deep fried ice cream. Yeah, I know. Chinese restaurant. But you can do it at home. I can. It's awesome. And it's absolutely delicious. And yeah, you get heart palpitations and you need to stop. <laughs> you need to realize you have a problem. Like, I've never had any, like, hardcore, like, drug habit with, like, heroin or anything. But deep fryer, that became a problem. That became, like, a... A wake up call Oh my god Good food that, That'll that kill me I would just eat that Till I die I would OD on like Deep fried Mars bars Oh yeah Definitely I kind of want to hit now I'm getting itchy <laughs> Dude settle down <laughs> all right. Keep coming back You're in the right place oh. But yeah No so I grew up with Crumbed only knowing crumbed Discovered batter Love it Grilled You know It's like telling the world I'm on a diet Like I'll grill fish at home Or I'll bake fish at home But that's just because I'm not going to batter something Or crumb it And That's more a lazy thing And it's in my own own home. I don't feel I could go to a restaurant and look someone in the eyes and go can I get this grilled to the extent that McDonald's you can get the crispy chicken or the grilled chicken. I always get the crispy 
The grilled might be good. I mean, it's McDonald's. It's not a grilled healthy choice thing. I just can't say I want a grilled thing. To me, it just sounds like plain. It's the same thing, except we took the good bit off it. It's like grilled calamari. Yum, yum, yum. Doesn't that sound like everything about calamari that's wrong with it? Yeah, I always wonder with calamari, how can you tell if you're eating calamari or rubber bands? It's, it's indistinguishable. The point of calamari, what makes it calamari is the worst part of calamari. Have you ever gotten to the point where you're like, I'll just eat the batter off it? Sometimes calamari is so bad. It's such an uncooked rubber hose that you're like, I can't even chew this thing. It's just bouncing in my mouth. Like I'm chewing on a rubber ball. It's like a tennis ball. See, my strategy with calamari is I don't mind it when it's with something. Like when I eat fish, I'll eat it with my fish and the same mouthful. I like combined mouthfuls. If I'm eating steak, I'll cut off a bit of steak, put that on my fork, then I'll stab like some lettuce and tomato and maybe get a chip on there and okay. eat it as a whole combo thing. Make a mouthful from taking a little bit of everything. I'm much more of a purist. I want to enjoy everything on its own. To the point when I was a kid, I would deconstruct a Mars bar. Oh, really? I'd eat the chocolate on the outside. I've done this too, actually. I like doing it with crunchies. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I like the center of a crunchy. That honeycomb is just absolutely awesome. Mm. And I actually think that the chocolate wrecks a crunchy. I want a nude crunchy. Wow. Oh, you can make it at home with baking. You know what? Don't, don't, don't worry about that. That's not going to happen. No one's, no one listening to this is going to do that. I can't do the honeycomb on its own because the sound it makes going along your teeth. <laughs> Are you one of those people who don't like the scratchy things? It's like chalk. It's like you're biting. It's the, it feels wrong. I need that chocolate to eat the crunchy. This is a subject where finally on exact opposite polar ends. I cannot have the crunchy without the chocolate. Do you know what I've actually done with the crunchies for a while is I used to get a potato peeler and I would actually peel the crunchy. <laughs> and I would still eat the chocolate. It's not like I'm throwing the chocolate away. It's good by itself. Hats off to you for the genius <laughs> and ingenuity. There's a man who's like looked around, surveyed his surroundings and figured it out. That's your lateral thinking. That's and I kind of like the shreds of chocolate that you get because you get these oh, nice shaved chocolate. Bit. It's beautiful. So shaved chocolate and honeycomb. That's what I was eating. That's fair. Hey, there is somebody who's got like some crunchies and is getting out a potato peeler right now going, that is a great idea. This is happening. <laughs> we should start like a cooking show, but not like a cooking, cooking show, just like that, where we just say, hey, you guys ever eaten like deconstructing again, jelly beans. I'd eat the outside and be left with a clear gelatin cube, essentially. And that's how I'd eat jelly beans. Just I need to pull things apart and have the separate taste. So you separate all the flavors of everything. Like, what do you get Skittles? First of all, I don't like Skittles. They're a lot of work. That's a lot of chewing. Because <laughs> you're just like, I got to deassemble them all into colors. Oh, no, I eat them separately. I do one Skittle at a time. One Skittle? No, you got to like, I get the bag and pour it. <laughs> but how do you know what you're eating? Oh, the taste. Yeah. Never. No, no. Because <laughs> no, when you eat Skittles, it has a un unique taste, whereas all the flavors combined. <laughs> you're just eating the fruit bowl. Yeah. You like fruit salad Skittles. <laughs> I mean, I pour the Skittles down my throat because I can't figure out how to get them down any faster. <laughs> <laughs> just swallow them yeah, whole. I'm just like, I got Skittles. I need them in me. Because I have one because I feel if you put more than one in there, that's a lot of work. Like, I'll be there all day. Like, if you put too many in your mouth, I feel like there's going to be a point where you're like, there's a lot of work before I'm done with this. What if I just want to quit before this finishes? I had a nephew when he was a kid. He would eat peas one at a time. And I couldn't watch him do that. It drove me absolutely nuts because it just took forever. He had a pile of peas and he'd eat one. I'm like, no, just scoop. Have a heap. <laughs> and that's the same with like Skittles. I reckon, how can you eat just one Skittle at a time? Because that's not enough flavor. But if you combine them, then there's not one flavor. It's a mix of flavors and you're just taking 
tasting candy. I have done that before where I have separated a couple of each of the flavor where I'll get like six or seven orange Skittles and just eat them at once. So you like get a, a power dive. Because I don't think one will suffice. Isn't that way too much of a workout on your jaw? Yeah, but it's worth it. It's Skittles. Skittles are awesome. I'm not the biggest fan of Skittles. It's too much work. Like there's a lot of chewing involved in a Skittle for what you could get from gum way easier. Yeah, also gum. I need two pieces of that. I can't just chew one what? piece of gum. Like, okay, are we talking chewing gum or bubble gum? Oh, chewing gum. Like bubble gum, they sell in like huge balls that are like the size of your fist. Yeah, that's a bit It, it crazy. suffices. Like we're talking like extra or something. Yeah, if you like, get like a packet of extra, I always take out two pieces. If someone hands me one, I'm just like, oh, seriously? The soft piece. Yeah. You seriously have two. Two at once, yeah. How do you do that? That's yeah. insane. I feel one feels too thin. It doesn't feel like it's enough. I've never had more than one, I don't think. That's crazy talk. That's weird. Oh, well, one of us is great at eating junk food than it turns out. <laughs> one of us is, yeah, much more efficient at turning over junk food. Yeah, we found out who's going to die first, I guess. <laughs> but this does bring up, because I remember the first time I came across mini M&Ms, a mate had them, yeah, the tube in high school. So like, you want some? So he poured them in my hand and I proceeded to eat them one at a time. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I couldn't know what. I would have had to walk away from you. Yeah, he lost his mind. Like, he's eating them one at a time. Get a load of this guy. And I'm like, how are you supposed to? This is how you eat things, right? You just throw them in your mouth. <laughs> Don't eat <laughs> Don't you think just, just chuck eat. them at your mouth and whatever sticks is what you're eating. <laughs> whatever lands inside is the keeper. Uh, I always like the M&M mini flurries, the McFlurries that they did. Oh, yeah. What they did with the M&Ms. McFlurries are an amazingly good dessert. McFlurries are great. I go the flake. That's a good option. I don't like the M&M one because they're cold and that's too much work. Oh, my God. You're such a lazy eater. <laughs> yes. Just chew. No. You're like, on this podcast, you've already said you desire. Wouldn't life be great if we could chew? And it's like, I didn't realize how much <laughs> chewing was a chore to you. It really is. I mean, that's why I like hamburgers. It's essentially pre-chewed food. You could technically swallow it whole and be fine. I can imagine you recommending a restaurant called Meat Shake. It's like they put it in a blender. It's like a smoothie, but it's meat. Yeah. Oh, if someone could just like put it straight down, that'd be fine. Yeah. If I had to do nothing, that'd be great. So what is on this page of sharks before we wrap up this episode? Because how much have we talked about sharks in this? I was having way m- Oh, okay. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. You're going straight to yeah, it. Yeah. Sexual reproduction. Let's close on a strong one. Before I read anything, I have been told that sharks have two penises. The males, at least. <laughs> how but- many do the females have? Uh, apparently zero. As far as I know, but we'll read into it. But I believe each penis is like two inches long. Oh, really? But I bet if you ask them, they'd be like, yeah, I got four inches. <laughs> yeah, they'd add them up. But let's see if that's true. I mean, it doesn't say. I looked at it just assuming it was going to go, let's tell you about penises because it's sexual. That's I mean, just- it's another one of Wiki Review's official opinions. Yeah, there you go. You claimed it. Now it's canon. <laughs> It says asexual as well. They're asexual? No, that can't be right. I mean, they have eggs. I've seen a shark egg before at some aquarium thing and you could see through it. It was transparent. There's this little baby shark in there and you're like, oh. Mm, It's like a womb. Just they put it on like a rock. And isn't that that thing that like there's a breed of sharks where there's a bunch of them just like stays in their mother's womb and they all like eat each other and like one survivor comes out. Like there's a battle royale. I have seen that and I've seen the footage of the inside and it's the scariest thing ever because it's this little pink 
pink baby shark eating its brothers. And it's the most horrifying because it's close up, so it looks huge. And it's like, yeah, like imagine the scariest shark you know, but it's like human skinned. Ugh. Isn't that the most terrifying thought? When animals have human skin, they look creepy. Just like the cats that don't have fur. I hate Ugh. them. I don't know why. There's just something that when I look at it, I go, I hate you. Well, yeah. And it's it, just a gut reaction. It might have something to do with every one of those cats looks at you like it hates you. It looks like it's not happy with its situation. Cats generally do have a resting bitch face. It's true. That's how they get things done. But you take away the cute fluffiness and all it's got. It's lost all its charm. You don't have enough charm. You're not cute enough to have that attitude. <laughs> all right. Well, we got we got to sum up this two penises thing and then we'll rate the page. Okay, cool. How many penises? I searched this way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Do sharks have... Sharks have two penises. You were right about something. Woo! I was really thinking there was a high chance you were wrong on that one, to be honest. Really? <laughs> I went in skeptical. I'm just like, I don't know, maybe you heard that somewhere. I was pretty confident with it from yeah, where I've heard it. I'm sure I've heard it more than once. But the way you're going this episode, it could have been a completely different animal. <laughs> it would have been like, oh, turtles. Turtles have two penises. Oh, so well, um, was it echidnas have four penis heads? We've discovered that. We have. And was it octopuses or leeches have like a billion? or something yeah something has a lot of them platypuses have something weird too check our earlier episodes we go over a lot of dicks <laughs> all right so that's that's a yeah. let's end on the win i'm gonna be happy and take my win this show peaked at two penises everything up until then was me just kicking and missing the goal kicking and missing the goal i got two penises right i think we need to go yeah let's end the show we've done well all right so what would you rate this page then okay i would rate this a fat cat shark or a bulldog cat shark, which is the same thing apparently. There are too many animals in this rating already. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a possible Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Who didn't direct Apocalypse Now. He did not. Famous for not directing Apocalypse Now. That might be in his bio somewhere. <laughs> This was um, eye-opening, I want to say. I learned a lot about food. We, uh, I did enjoy all the discussions about different lollies that we eat and our ways. I kind of enjoyed how much I disgusted you. Like, I could see legitimate disgust <laughs> when I said that I eat them one at a time. Oh, I hate you for that so much. There's almost part of me that's just like, get out of my house now. <laughs> but I'm over here like, how can you eat more than one at a time? It's a Skittle. It's a hard <laughs> piece of like chewing. Like, that can't be good for you to eat more than one. It t- like we are I'm never going to agree with you on that oh my god this is going to be like the episode where the great skittle debate started <laughs> let it be known I'll admit like eating mini M&M's one at a time that is kind of psychopathic <laughs> it is it's, the mini ones especially they're specifically designed they're just shell just <laughs> eat them but I do enjoy having them one at a time and I'll have a crispy M&M a couple of them at the same time if I'm feeling risque ironically yeah the regular size ones I'll shove in my mouth the <laughs> regular M&M's. But when it comes to Skittles, it has to be one at a time. They're different flavors. Their chewing is hard. That makes no sense. And I will fight you to the death. <laughs> Wiki Review's official stance. No, 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 no. no, no. Call it on this one. No one's allowed to make canon. <laughs> this is what I'm drawing the line on. The right. Skittle 
debate. <laughs> this is yeah. the First Amendment on the Wiki Review's official stance. Yeah, fuck Greece. I don't care about Greece. I didn't like that movie anyway. Skittles <laughs> I'm passionate about. I believe this. <laughs> Finally, we found something Ben believes Eat them by the handful. <laughs> if you guys have a preference for eating Skittles, let us know. Yeah, take sides. Email in wikireviewpodcast at gmail.com and Facebook. Yes. Oh, maybe we should do a Facebook poll thing. We totally should. Let's see what the public thinks. Don't do the M&M's one. You'll totally lose that. Should you eat M&M's minis at one at a time? They'll be like, no, you're a psychopath. The police will turn up at my house. I know. You can't right? do that. That's not okay. But Skittles, one at a time or by the handful? By the handful or one at a time. All right, we'll, we'll look into that. Yeah, we'll try and get that up with this episode. See what the world thinks. I actually want to know. I, I'm going to put it out there. Everyone's on my side. Puh! <laughs> no, I think you're going to find that so little people are on your side. We'll get a couple of crazies and that'll be about it. No, your side makes no sense. You're way too much of a like candy junkie. Like, you're just trying to get sugar in you. You have no concept of taste. I mean, for me, the perfect way to eat Skittles would be through an IV. Pre-blended and just straight into the vein. <laughs> no, no, no. You want them unchewed. You want to see like the bumps in the IV going into you. You're like, yeah, I've done it. This is probably going to come back to bite me in the butt but I'll cross that bridge when I get oh my heart oh we're there you're like it's not diabetes it's a new thing that's beyond diabetes <laughs> like the doctors just looking at the charges shaking their head and scratching in disbelief like I honestly don't know what to tell you <laughs> Because we call it diabetes when your blood count has high sugar. You don't have any blood. It's just sugar. And so we can't call it diabetes anymore. And it's not like it's a clog. It's just solid state. The whole thing. There's no blockage. There's nothing to unblock. It's all block. Your blood is essentially maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Hard maple syrup. Like, you know how honey crystallizes? (laughs) That's your arteries and your veins. Look at your capillary. You see how, like, tap that. See how it's like tink, 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 tink? That's what I thought of this page. <laughs> what did you think, Ben? Well, I'll give my rating out of 250 because there are 250 sharks. I thought there were 500. What? Remember no. we went to that list. Um, oh, 500 species. You were right. All right, so I'll give my rating out of 500. Oh, I've got t- two. Two right this episode. Well, that's the thing. Is I was gonna. The only thing I learned over this page was that there were 250 sharks and it turns out the only thing I learned over the course of this page was wrong. Oh, the two penises thing. We started off with you knowing everything and slowly I've dragged you down and worn you out so now my thing that I remembered from like an hour ago (laughs) is like my victory lap (laughs) oh I don't remember things from the start of this episode that was ages ago well out of 500 I would give it I'll give it 300 you know because I don't even think we really covered the page so I gotta give it some points because pictures are cool there's a few pictures yeah Brady Bunch pitch is nice and it was disappointing with the sexuality though that it didn't say the two penises like obviously you would lead with that right like I understand why if that you knew that was a thing you thought they're obviously gonna lead with the two penis thing and like who'd go to the Wikipedia page for shark not looking for the penis thing yeah you only go down to sexuality to find out how much penises a thing has that's right that's everyone wants to know right so you're right I think it's disappointing and the pictures were mostly off page too we had to go off page for everything they went to a list which then didn't have pictures yeah so I guess that's it for this episode of Wiki Review. we just got the things to plug we got youtube channel facebook yes. instagram twitter you've been you've got your instagram thingy now yeah i'm i have a comedian's facebook page because like hey 
hey, that's what professionals do. And maybe it's time to do that. Yeah, he's a professional now. Yeah, so find me. Look up Garth Remington and uh, like me. And through that, you can find Humidor and everything else. Sometimes it's hard to find wiki review on things, but you guys found it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to find Humidor. But my name, Garth Remington, is the only Garth Remington on the internet I discovered. And it's also perfect for if you love wiki review, but you just think, I wish that Ben Grohl guy would shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Get the right side. Get the single Skittle side of wiki review. Yeah. Yeah. I've lost some listeners over the, the Skittles debate. They're going to your page now. I'm sure I've lost some. Too. I think this might be the argument that divides a nation and then the world. This might replace all wars. <laughs> It has become the focus of our shark episode, and I don't know what Skittles has to do with sharks, but <laughs> we got there somehow. Yeah. All right. Well, then, I've been Ben Grohl. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you on the next Wiki Review. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw.